Hey everybody, Aaron Luttrell here with the Aaron Advantage Podcast. Today I am joined by Tyler Weaver with Evansville Teachers Federal Credit Union. We're going to be talking about some different options that might give you an opportunity to buy a home in this market. How you doing, Aaron? Doing pretty good. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Really appreciate you coming in today. Um, this conversation, I think, is really important because in the market that we're in, there's a lot of buyers who are frustrated because they just can't find the home that works for them. And if they can, they're competing against about 50 other people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a it, and it's been kind of coming this way for a while. A couple years back, we could see the inventory starting to reduce and. With interest rates being as historically low as they are, um, it's kind of taken a lot of sellers off the market that maybe would have been on the fence before. And, um, you know, it's the way of a a build or a renovation uh, is definitely going to be the way to go for your buyers that are having problem uh, with their market inventory that might be in that price range to afford that type of product. Yeah, I think that's absolutely the case. I actually just posted a video later or earlier this morning. It's an infographic about just how much our inventory has shrunk over the last year. February 2020 to February 2021, nationwide, we've seen a shrinkage of 48.7% in inventory. Indiana itself at 57.5% down. So talking specifically about renovation and construction, I think is is an apt conversation at this time. So um, why don't we kick it off with renovation? I know that's a loan product that seems really scary to a lot of people. They've heard of like FHA 203K, and that's about the only renovation loan that people really know about. Why don't you give us a little info on the different options that Teachers has for that? Sure. Um, There are many conventional products to get that same type of a a situation handled for a buyer. Um, Typically, you'll just have your up to 95% LTV renovation conventional mortgage. Um, You can do this as a 30-year as well, so it can be very affordable for your buyers. Um, The biggest thing to think about uh, is what's your value going to be at the end of the day, after your cost of improvements, right? What is your neighbor gonna, your neighborhood gonna hold as far as that market value? Are you buying a hundred and fifty thousand dollar home in a two hundred thousand dollar neighborhood, and expecting to put one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in renovations? You're gonna run into problems with your appraisals and your comp, your comp values. Essentially, right. that's not a realistic scenario. Now, say you're going into one of those neighborhoods uh, where. They've got a lot of historical significance, and there's incentives around in the community to to upgrade those homes right. um, and to put seventy five, one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars into a home for a home that maybe cost you fifty to sixty thousand dollars. That's the kind of basically the property that you're going to want to be getting into with those renovation standards. Um, the biggest thing to think about is what is your value going to be after your cost of improvements? Yeah, um, that's where you're going to run into man, this was the perfect home, but it didn't make sense at the end of the day. Um, And if that's the kind of homes that you're looking into and you're looking into those values, you might want to look more towards the new construction style of things, um, whether it be a turnkey option where the builder's done or taking care of the brunt of the financing side of it and you step in at the end and purchase the home from the builder, or if you are actually financing the construction itself. Right. Yeah. Now to, to talk about the renovation loan, just real quickly, a little bit. Um, I, I know that that's one thing you kind of touch on that, you know, you need to look at the after, uh, after modification, renovation valuation. That's the important thing. 
I think right now, because we see prices going so high and, you know, on even homes that need some of this work and everything else, those margins have slimmed up a little bit. And in the past, I used to tell people, hey, foreclosures may not be the best option for you. But I think now that's opening up as this new avenue that potentially you could find that because, you know, you're going to have to go in and do these kind of things that investors aren't wanting to touch because the margin's gone to put enough money into it to increase the value enough that they can make any difference. But those are becoming nice new owner-occupant options. So I think that's great that you kind of touched on that, that you really need to focus on that after renovation value. And now there's a little bit more opportunity for homeowners. Well, and a kind of a somber side of it is one thing that the pandemic has done to us is made a lot more short sales and foreclosures out there available uh, in the market. And for the right buyer, they can capitalize on that. Um, They can step in in a situation where um, there's somebody, a a, a bank who owns a property that obviously won't do anything because they've already got their capital tied up in it, uh, in the collateral, and they just want to get out from underneath it um, with as little effort as possible. That's when you can come in, in that short sale, in that foreclosure, uh, kind of make the home what you want it to be. Um, Mm -hmm. As long as the layout is somewhat what you want it to be in the neighborhood, we'll hold that uh, cost of improvement value at the end of the day. Um, that's another great avenue. And, you know, there are more of those nowadays than there was, say, two or three years ago. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Couldn't agree with that more. And just to just to let people know, my, my mom actually lives in a property that we took advantage of a renovation loan program. And it sounds scary at times, but the process can be a lot easier than people are expecting. A lot of the times you're going to have all that hard work done up front. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing about the Evansville Teachers renovation loan product is we have a one-time closing to where as long as you're working with a renovator that's on our approved renovator list, um, you'll have all the legwork as far as the deciding of your final features, what it's going to look like, what the colors are, what the trim is. All of this stuff will be decided before any work actually gets done. So you'll do the legwork up front without any of the last minute decisions that you might say on a, see on a TV show or something. Right. Um, It's a lot less stressful in that manner because you know what you're going to get into well before the first bolt is removed or anything involved with the with the the actual construction part of the process and i'm so glad you said it's not anything like what you see on a tv show where you (laughs) you get into it and you start working oh now we need another ten thousand dollars that is absolutely something you're not going to run into which i think is great i always joke and say the only thing real about hgtv is they really call it reality but other than that that's right you can't believe the word they say (laughs) so um so that's a that's a great option for people maybe that opens up you know if there's existing homes that maybe they never thought were a possibility there's some avenues and some options that exist. And and just to point out, I, I it went by real quick, be, but I caught it because I'm in this industry, 95% LTV. So you can do this with 5% down of the after renovated value. And I think a lot of people assume you've got to have stacks of cash on hand ready to go to make this happen. Yeah, that that's not actually the case. Um, in the purchase side, whether you're doing a purchase or a renovation, whether it's a refinance on a renovation, you can take these loan-to-value ratios, which is what your home is worth compared to what it's going to cost at the end of the day, uh, all the way up to 95% these days. And that's uh, that's a good thing. I mean, if yeah. you've got a $200,000 home, well, we'll say, uh, you know, a $50,000 home, right? Uh, and you want to put some money into it, and you can take it up to that uh, $190,000 after renovation cost. You know, that's that's a forever home for some people. That's Absolutely. the difference of you being able to manage in a home and you uh, and you being able to flourish in a home. 100%. 
great, great, uh, great program there. So um, let's say you can't find anything that's on the market, even if it's something that you could potentially renovate to make your own. Obviously, new construction is the next available option. Um, you talked a little bit about the difference between turnkey and actually funding the construction loan. I think the turnkey is a great option. Uh, I know Teachers has partnered with several builders in the area that do allow that turnkey kind of Correct. Uh, that financing to be in there. But let's talk a little bit more about, hey, you know, I've got my builder, I've got my land, but I've got to go through that entire construction loan process. What does that look like? Do you have to put 20% down? Is there a huge lead up in all kinds of things? These are the questions that most people ask me when they're thinking about building. So if you own the land already, that adds a different feature to it. That actually allows you to do a construction to permanent financing as a rent of, as a refinance, mm-hmm. um, and that also allows you, uh, assuming there's a site value there that will take in the cost of you having to um, put all of your, all of your reserves or any kind of down payment funds that might be or closing costs, you can put that into the equity of the property and finance it. Nice. Um, to whereas if you were purchasing and acquisitioning the loan or the land through the purchase of the loan, well, then that would be your basically your LTV or um, what your equity is decided off of would be decided off of that purchase price gotcha. where you just have to have the, the assets up front um, or at closing for that matter. Right um, now. But in that situation where you own the land already, which a lot of people, that's that's what you're going to see more of, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be gifted through family or maybe they've used our lot loan to purchase that land um, and then progress to the point of building down the road, um, that's the best scenario as far as out-of-pocket expenses. Right. Um, because once again, you can use the equity in that land as your down payment and reserve funds. At that point, the biggest thing you need to think about is what kind of home do you want? Who's the builder you're going to be using? Um, is that builder on the approved builder renovator list that we have? Which it's going to be rare you're going to find a builder that's not on our list with right. us being as large of an institution. We've pretty much got that relationship with most of the, the heavy players around town. And if for some reason they're not, it's a very simple, easy process to get a builder added to our approved builder list. Perfect. That was going to be a question that I know a lot of people ask. It's like, hey, we've got this guy. He's a newer builder. He hasn't done a lot. What do we got to do to make sure we can get him approved if that's the route we want to go? Sure. A lot of times they just need to be uh, a licensed general contractor. Um, they've got to have the insurance involved with that type of a license. Right. Um, and then they essentially have to have their finances lined up. We, we want to ensure that they're not essentially going to go backwards in the middle of a build or in the middle of a transaction. Right. Um, and a lot of times we can, if there's any kind of worry on that type of situation, that where we, that might be where we come in on the turnkey kind of situation mm-hmm. where this situation comes up, um, especially in this area, we have to ha- tend to have some some other builders that uh, do great work and are longstanding existing companies. But maybe they just don't keep records the way that, um, you know, your larger Jago, Thompson, uh, Rhinebrick homes are going to have. Right. Uh, and in that kind of a situation, well, we probably won't just want to look at the turnkey side of things. Right. You're still going to get your product. You're still going to get the brand new home. All the same features are there. You're just going to close at the end of the transaction or the end of the build uh, rather than before the build starts. That makes sense. hundred percent. Now I know there's different um, options as far as like, you know, with the turnkey versus the construction, that all makes sense. But if I'm coming in and I'm financing the construction loan myself, what does that look like as far as how much down payment is going to be required? If I don't own the land or anything else, where am I at on that? So what you're going to look at is the cost of your land, the cost of improvements to that land, 
that's going to give you what we're going to base our initial valuation off of, which is going to be essentially where you build your loan-to-value ratios. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go up to 95% LTV, that loan-to-value, which means you have a 5% down payment based on those total costs. And that's where I want to stop you right there. 5% down payment is all you need to build a new home or start a construction loan. It's not like it used to be back in the day where everybody had to have minimum of 20% down. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I want to make sure people understand the, it's much more affordable the, today. The, there is a slight caveat to that. You do have to have, if you're going up to the 95% loan, to value the 5% down option, you have to have 5% in reserves. Now, these reserves don't necessarily need to be liquid assets in a bank account. We can use 401k funds. Um, There's a lot of avenues to show that type of asset as a reserve, but not necessarily have it sitting in a bank account. Perfect. Um, And then from there, essentially, you've got your 95% LTV. Um, you're going to, if you're acquiring the land through the purchase, there's a couple different ways to do that. Um, whether you're using us to finance that, or a lot of times a builder will just ask you for a deposit and they'll actually acquire the land for you to make some of the, um, some of the transaction features a little bit smoother on the process. Because if you are acquiring the land, um, without the builder, it's essentially two transactions, the cost of the land cost of the home. Right. We come through at the end because we want to make sure that that land has just as much free and clear title um, and value as the as the lot with the home would be. Right. Um, and that naturally has to be done first before we start looking at the home. Um, so in that situation, we typically just say, well, let's have a little extra time on the purchase contract to allow us to get through this land acquisition before we get into the 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 construction side of things makes total sense to me. So that's, that's a great option. Also, you know, there's not as much land available as there used to be, but there are still options where you can find stuff and you can get yourself put, putting yourself in a new home as opposed to trying to find something that just doesn't exist in today's, in today's market. So, um, another great program to look at. Now I went through a little bit more of the information that you sent over when I was prepping for this podcast. And I was really intrigued by this third program we're going to discuss today, which is the Physicians Construction Program. Mm -hmm. Give me a little bit more information on that because that sounds like an incredible program for people who are in the medical field, who are physicians, who may be able to build in ways that uh, people may not realize exist. Yeah. Um, So historically, we've had the Physicians Loan product, which is basically a conventional loan uh, with no PMI typically. Um, now the beauty of that, it wasn't afforded during the, through the construction side of things, um, that allows basically to open up a whole new ballpark with physicians and, um, the people that can't afford those larger mortgage payments. So a lot of times building is your way to meet that middle. Um, when it comes to getting the home that you want, that you can come home and feel like you've escaped your day, um, and, and still be in a situation where you're getting what you want. Yeah, that's perfect. And, and I think the ability to do that for those people who may not be able to find what they want in the market just because of the lack of that inventory, which is not just because of the inventory that we're facing right now, but just in general, like you said, where there may not be that home that you want that's coming up available as often. It's a great program to allow those people to find and build mm-hmm. what they want. Yes. Yes, it is. So um, I think these are three great options that definitely afford some people some different avenues to find the right home or to create the right home in the market where we're in right now, where there's just not enough inventory um, at times. And even if there is, they're competing against several other people. I've been in a position where I've represented buyers on properties that have over 10 offers in hand. 
And I always tell my buyers, you know, here's what you need to understand. When you go to this house and you're competing against 10 other offers, that means that you and nine other people aren't going to get that house. So that same competition is still going to exist when the next house comes. And it's just going to continue moving, moving, moving until either A, no more buyers are entering the market, which is not happening, or B, everybody just ends up finding a house. So making sure you have every base covered is something that I tried to do and having options like teachers available to help people either renovate or build is something that I'm always pointing people in that direction saying, hey, this may be an avenue that you need to think about. It's definitely a way out in a market where inventory is a struggle. Um, And maybe you're having a problem either just getting the situation where you want to make a split second decision, which you you almost have to these days with your buyers. Uh, If you're not ready to make an offer when you walk out of the home, you're probably going to lose that offer. Um, And in the build and renovation side of things, uh, typically more, uh, more so on the building, you're not locked into, uh, you've got to make a decision in an hour. Exactly. Uh, you know, the builder's going to be there. Um, they're going to be accepting new clients. You know, that mm-hmm. land is more than likely still going to be there, um, depending on where, you know, where you're looking at. Right. <laughs> you've, you've got some time to actually think through your decision. That's always been a hard thing for me as a real estate agent. You know, most people look at me and what I do and they think, oh, you're a salesman. And I tell people all the time, technically I'm a salesman, but really in my heart, I'm a service provider. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to walk somebody in a house and say, hey, you've got to make a decision right away because I'm not pushy. I'm not trying to get them to do something just so I get a sale. But the truth is, is in this market, like you said, you really have to be ready to make that split decision. And if you're not, the potential of you getting the house, if you think later on you're ready to make an offer on it, is so much lower. So um, that, that that's one thing that I always try to give all the options available, but I also have to say, you know, I hate to say it, but you've got three minutes to make a decision. There's already 10 offers. Yeah. It is what it They're is. They're lined up out the door. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Tyler, thank you so much for coming in and talking about these programs. I think these are great options for people if they're getting frustrated or they're finding that they can't seem to locate the home that's right for them. These are definitely things that they can look at to move forward. So if there's anything else that you think we need to know, um, just let me know. I would just say just focus on uh, what's your top priority. Um, Location is always going to be the biggest thing with any kind of real estate situation. Um, If you're not so concerned with location, well, then building new is probably going to be the way to go. Um, If location has everything to do with your decision making, then you're probably going to want to look at the renovation side. And then that's when you need to call uh, an Aaron uh, and a Tyler to help you work through uh, what's it going to be for you at the end of the day, if it's even possible. And if it is, are you going to be okay with it? Are you going to be happy with it? Is it what you truly want? You know, and, and buying a home is, is such an emotional thing. Um, as important of a transaction as it is in anybody's life, uh, it's such an important thing uh, emotionally as well as you know what it's going to look like at your wallet to your wallet at the end of the day. Uh, and when you have a good team behind you, um, it's going to make sure you're making the most important decision for you and your family uh, right now as it is in five years. Uh, and that could be a large deciding factor, whether it's purchase, renovation, build, um, whatever your options uh, that, that you have might be. I couldn't have said it better myself. Tyler, thank you so much for coming in. Really appreciate this information. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Hey, this is Aaron Luttrell. Thank you so much for checking out the Aaron Advantage podcast. If you would like to be a guest, please feel free to reach out to me anytime. We're always looking for other people to interview.